Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I am here with Tyler Bowe. What's up, you guys? And CB Gold. Yes, sir. I want to thank our sponsor, Tip a Fighter. Listen, we can make fighters more money uh, by tipping them. You tip all kinds of people. You tip cab drivers. You tip Uber drivers. Or do you tip Uber? Some people do. Uh, you tip uh, strippers. You tip uh, waitresses. Waiter. Tip everybody. Why not tip fighters? Okay. So, tipafighter.com. Fighters, you're in there anyway. Might as well get paid extra money. If someone wins big, big uh, on gambling on you and they want to give you some cash, they should be able to give you some money. Uh, yeah, tipafighter.com. Check them out. They're really, really good people. Oh, well, I had, I had a, I've had an exhausting week. Tuesday was my birthday show at the Dime Bar. Yeah. So, you guys, that was awesome seeing CB and his girlfriend as well as Tyler. Uh, <laughs> it was a fun show. There were some great comics on the show. Uh, it was that uh, Michael Blackson performed. Uh, he was probably the, I've never, I laughed, like, the you know, certain comics, like, the people tell me sometimes, hey, man, I've been laughing the, next, the last two days because uh, of you. I'm like, I have been laughing all week. This dude destroyed me. He destroyed the whole room. It was, did you watch him at all? Uh, I think I was outside. Or, you uh, know what, I got, I, I stepped out, I had a call, but. CB, you were dying. Oh, it was hilarious. Well, you and I talked yesterday and we were still laughing. Yeah, I mean, some of his jokes about how he's so black uh, that if him and Whoopi Goldberg were in a relationship, it would be an inter- interracial relationship. I mean, it just he does it in this African <laughs> they call accent. Him under the bed. They, yeah, as a kid, they called him under the bed. It was oh. I was fucking dying. It was so funny, man. Uh, so that was cool. I saw Ben Glebe went on. Uh, some great comedians went on. Uh, this girl, Jessica Milligan, this very pretty young comedian, She's on stage second, right? And Tyler walks in in the middle of her set with a lit birthday cake, Thank God. singing "Happy Birthday." I, I was in the back by the DJ booth. I was so embarrassed. I felt bad for her. This poor girl on stage telling jokes. Why did you do that? Because uh, it's because I love you, man. I uh, I thought you know what? It's his birthday. You gotta have cake on your birthday. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Um, your your girl uh, was there and she brought cupcakes and balloons yeah. but I, yeah, I guess I just I didn't think I thought you know what someone's gotta bring cake so I get the cake I went by like uh, Ralph's I picked up a cake and I got candles and all that stuff so I'm outside and I was like I wanna make an entrance so I, I lit the candles outside and I, I just I walked right into this this venue it's a it's a yeah. it's kind of a smaller venue yeah and it's so it's one of those places where as soon as you open the door everyone's like Rrr. you're in the show there's no like waiting room or sidebar the, the whole bar is the show and I, I did feel bad because it kind of brought her. It definitely brought her set to like a screeching. She halt. said it saved her set. Uh, CB, what do you she, think? It's, it saved her set. <laughs> she said it, she was. I mean, she's funny. She's clever. She's just not all there yet. With she's the comedy. newer. Yeah. She's newer. She's a newer comic. But, but uh, as soon as I walked in, there was like, there's this weird. It was like, it was like, oh. Uh, and then she was like, happy birthday. <laughs> and then everybody started singing. And uh, it was such a fun show. Bree came, her girlfriend came, uh, met you and your girlfriend, uh, Tyler, knew her already. Yeah. That was awesome. She likes you a lot. Uh, she brought cupcakes. 
She looked great. There were a bunch of porn stars there that uh, I like knew from the past. Uh, and that was cool. It was Jessica James and um, Sarah Jesse. They were sitting in the front, yeah. which is funny because they were kind of, there was actually two other porn stars who were doing comedy. There's now porn star female comedians. I guess it's this new genre of chicks that do porn yeah. that like, I guess want to be even more, uh, make their life even. <laughs> great. Now we got we to gotta compete against uh, XWWF wrestlers. Now we got to compete against porn stars. Yes. Uh, so there was like four porn stars in the crowd. It was funny though. And there was an actress there and she, she gets up to leave during my set and she's like, hey, you were, she told me she was an actress. And I'm like, hey, if it doesn't work out. And then I just point to the porn stars. Uh, but it, it was fun. It was a fun, it was, it was such a fun room where I'm on stage my, fr- my comic friends are walking in, and someone hands me a joint while I was on stage. Joe Adam here. That was, I mean, it was like, where else? It, but in California, people could just walk in and hand you a joint. I'm like, oh, thanks, yeah. man. But he's like, remember Eric, happy birthday, man. Well, this guy, Eric Allegria, one time. So I, Eric used to be the man. He used to book me at the Ha Ha a lot because he was like the manager there. He wasn't the manager. He was, worked there. So then he stopped working there. And I'm like, yo, I want to give him spots. I haven't seen him in a while. So we, we do a gig in Lancaster one time. And we're, I'm driving over there, and he goes, hey, man, you want a Jolly Ranchers? I'm like, sure. You know, you know? So then, like, like t- we get there, like, 20 minutes, and then I'm about to go on stage, and I'm high as shit, right? And I was already taking, like, Dayquil, because I was already kind of cold. And, and, I, and I, go, I go to Eric. I'm like, yo, I don't think I can perform, man. I'm like, why? I'm like, somebody drugged me. Uh, <laughs> he goes, dude, that was a Jolly Rancher. I'm like, wait. I'm like, great. The one guy I'm going to to help me out was the guy yeah. that poisoned me. I go, bro, yeah. I got to do 45 minutes right now. I'm fucking high as balls. And he's like, uh, man, just do it. Just I go on and say, it was the longest comedy that I've had in my life. <laughs> to the point where like every time I told a joke and if it didn't get a laugh, I started wondering if the joke was ever funny. And yeah. like, and if everyone oh, in my no. life had been lying to me every time the joke worked. I got through it. That's I, how I feel not high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was one of the hardest gigs I've ever had. In my I was so pissed at Eric. He's in the back dying laughing, and I tell the crowd just so you guys know, Eric gave me a weed thing, and they thought I was that was part of the act. Yeah. Like they didn't think that he had really given me a weed thing. Is he the one that came to Invicta? Yeah, because yeah. I said to him, I said to him at the dime bar when he walked in, and I said, "What's up to him?" He's like, "Long time no see." I'm like, "I saw you at Invicta, but I had no idea like." That it was you at first. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know you were there. He was like, I didn't know I was there either. I was so fucking stoned. I'm so like, stoned. Okay. <laughs> he goes around now drinking weed. Like he has like liquid, like honey weed. Yeah. So all day long he's sitting there. I'm like, this dude is so out there. I fucking love him, but Jesus. So and then Kenny Florian came with his beautiful uh, wife, uh, Clark Clark yeah, Florian. Cool. Now she was like, I think a runner up on America's Next Top Model. When I say beautiful, I mean she's like legit beautiful. So. um and so she came in fourth. So like, so sorry, I didn't realize. What are you, the no. CB gold? By the way, CB's girlfriend says she came in fourth. So I guess she's like the C. I could see why you guys are together. She knew who she was when she walked through the door. She's like, wait a second. She's wait a second. A- and then you said America's Next Top Model. She's like, I know who this is. Uh, well, was- she's got an America's Next Top Model podcast. Do you really? No, she does. Oh, no, you're joking. Just- really, Adam? <laughs> she knows the rankings. Are you sure you didn't know Jolly Rancher today? You're funny, man. So, uh, so yeah. So Clark Gilmer came, and it's funny because it's like the two porn stars walk in with Kenny's girlfriend, and I thought I thought it was three porn stars. Like they just happened to walk in at the same time, and then she makes a beeline for Kenny, and Kenny was funny. I was like, give it up for Kenny Florian. He, you know, he was in the he had he had like 15 title shots and lost 18 times. Like I, I was giving him a hard time. He was laughing his ass off, Kenny, and he's sitting in the front with his girlfriend. I, I do a whole bit about. 
taking like lows to the face. You know, like I was like, where are people like it? So I asked Kenny's girlfriend, I'm like, when you and Kenny are having sex and he pulls out, he's like, where should I bust? What do you say? And then she said, I tell him to bust all over his, his, his own stomach. And then like, you could tell Kenny was so embarrassed that he has to like, so then his like girlfriend hit me up on uh, Instagram saying I had a great time at the show. And I go, thanks for your coming. I go, hashtag Kenny bust on his own stomach. Yeah. And then she's like, he won't let me live that down. So it's funny. Like they're such a sweet couple, such a cute couple. Too. You could have been to him. Like when you're doing your set, you should have turned to him and been like, and by the way, don't steal any of this. Oh, that's, I know. <laughs> that was the one thing, man, about Kenny. Like, you know, I like with pinned, I got him to sign on to be on the movie. He's held, he's come on the show. That was, that was the one thing where I think I made one, like not even like hard joke about that whole thing. I, I gave him like a, like a, a lob. Cause I, I I just couldn't, man. Like I don't know what it's like. You're good friends. I, I don't know. I wouldn't think if I was getting like paid to, like if it was late night and it was like I was a late night host or something, and you kind of have to. You, but when it's your friend, I'm like ah, oh, fucking give him the. I I like Kenny a lot. I give Kenny a lot of a lot of a lot of. It was cool. So then so that was cool. Then uh, I've been, what else I've been doing? I'm doing the Pilates classes. I I, I, I I'm doing this thing where my friend Ariel is a Pilates instructor. And, you know, she, she needs help with comedy. She's new. She's been in comedy uh-huh. for two, two, three years. So I do comedy. So we exchange where I give her an hour of comedy coaching, I guess. I kind of mm-hmm. help her punch up her stit. And, and then she gives me an hour of Pilates. Because I, I have a torn ACL. Yeah. I can't, like, do wrestling, jiu-jitsu, boxing. Is it the, do you do, like, on that rack thing, like that? Uh... We do some of that. It's, it's a lot of, like, strength training. Yeah. And, like, it's, it's really hard. I'm sweating my ass off when I'm doing it. You know, it's me lying on this bar and, you know, a lot of compression stuff and, you know, curls and buys and lots of sit-ups. And it's an hour of, like, it's hard. It's legit hard. Uh, I love it though. I feel, I'm, I'm feeling like my waist is getting smaller. So people have been saying that to me. So uh, there you go. Whatever is, works, man. Whatever works, man. So that's been cool. And then uh, I did the improv last night, and you know, of course, I love Mark who, who books it. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna have you on first or fourth." I'm like, great. You know that it's actually the comedy juice show. The first is not a bad spot. Yeah. The crowd's hot. Fourth is a great spot unless there's too many guest sets come by. So I get there, and it's Dan Levy's up first. Dan's an old friend of mine who's now the producer on the Goldbergs, you know, we started doing comedy together. So he's up first. And then it's uh, Andy Kozell was actually on before him. Funny guy. Then Wanda Sykes comes on. I, I look at my thing. I'm on six, right? Yeah. So there goes Wanda Sykes, Anthony Jeselnik, Dane Cook, then me. And of course they drop the checks right yeah. when I get on and I get up there and the 20 people leave right when they announce my name. Like, oh, oh the, the, the celebrities are no longer here, you know? Uh. But uh, I'm telling you, man, I fucking... I think maybe it's the dime bar because it could be a hard room sometimes. I, I was really happy. Applause, 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 breaks. It was like, I was like, I hate to pat myself on the back. Whenever I do it, I fucking bomb that night. But uh, I, was, I was really happy with the set. It was, it was fun. No, that's a bunch of heavy hitters to follow. And I think when you are in a position like that, the, the audience can kind of go two ways. They can either be like, um, they can be, they're all fired up because they've already seen a great show and you keep it going because you're a great comic or they can be like, oh, we just saw a bunch of celebrities. Like they got spoiled and then like, oh, who's this guy? Yeah, no, but, but it wasn't that. It, it was the first one. I was yeah. like, I, w- I was pumped. I was like, and it, I was like looking at it as a challenge. Like, fuck it, let's do this, you know? Dude, the, so. the toughest I ever did was I was at the parlor one time doing Jay Davis' show and um, Chris Rock popped in. to. He's like, oh, I'm just working out some material for, he was hosting, I think, the BET Awards. And of course he murdered for like 15 minutes. And I, I was like, I was like, I'm done. the show's over. Yeah, like you, we can be done doing comedy here forever, as far as I'm concerned. Like, 
But I went up and actually had a really great set, and I was like... Yeah, no, there was one night I followed. It was right when before Kramer had the meltdown, and he was still oh. doing really well. It was Kramer, <laughs> Tosh, when Tosh was at his peak. I was still at his, actually still at his peak. But Tosh, Dane Cook, back when Dane was like, you know, the phenom, and Mencia, when he had the mind of Mencia, and then me. And then uh, people looked at me like they felt bad. So, but, you know, I, I started with, like, give it up for all my opening acts, you know, <laughs> and then that gets them on your side, and it was cool. So, uh, and I have a cool... Um, I have a cool thing. I actually got called from uh, the Laugh Factory. So I'm sure you guys know if you're MMA fans, Dana White has that show, Looking for a Fight, where him, Matt Serra, and Nick the Tooth go around and they do all these activities. Well, they're going to be in town next week and they're going to be at the Laugh Factory and their activities to do stand up comedy. So they hired me to host the show oh, and, to, awesome. and, to, and to mentor them in comedy. Me and Brian Callen. Brian's on the show too. And so is David Spade. So, uh, so where are they going to look for a fight? I don't know where they're going to look for a fight, but, but I think Legacy is probably RFA. RFA is the day before 199. Yeah, so that's probably where. But um, yeah, so they're going to be uh, at the Laugh Factory on that Sunday. So I'm going to put a link up for tickets. You can get discounts if you want to see. What day is this? It's, it's that Sunday. after. It's uh, June 5th at the oh, Laugh Factory. The day Factory. after 199. Yeah, yeah. At six, I want in. At 6 o'clock. You'll be in, dude. I want in. I'll get you in. Yeah, man. So it'll be, it's, it's me, Dana, David Spade, Matt Sarah, Nick the Tooth, Brian Callen at the Laugh Factory. So excited about that. But then I had to, I was supposed to go to my 20 year reunion. And I'm like, man, do I go to my 20 reunion and 50 year anniversary of my high school or do I stay and do the Laugh Factory with Dane? And I'm like, Laugh Factory. Really? <laughs> do it. Well, I mean, the reunions are going to cost me money, like just to get to, Fly to Maine. It's like a $1,000 like airline. $500, which I already bought. But I, I got one on miles, and I got one that was $400. So I'll, I'll get the miles back, like the one to Boston. Mm-hmm. And the $400 will, t- will cost me one. I'll get $150 towards a ticket or some bullshit. But the hotel is $400, and then the car is 400 bucks for some reason. That, yeah. Or I could do the show with, and go to the UFC the night before, do a show Friday night the night before, you know, at the HaHa, get a bunch of fans to come in. I mean, what do you think? I would. Oh man, I would. I'd probably go with the with the shows. Uh, right? Yeah. I mean, get to get Tudor Dane, uh, Dana White, and comedy, and do a show, and be on that. Uh, you know, looking for a fight special and everything else. Right? Yeah, that's incredible, man. That's a great opportunity. I mean, I mean I'm not. A, uh, I'm not a comedian or anything, but it sounds like the two options are either, you know, you're rewinding and going back to what you did in high school and seeing all these people you haven't seen in a long time, or you could be fast forwarding your career. And making a huge step in the right direction because you got there's nobody bigger in MMA than Dana White. Yeah, I think that and that's that's a good point. Plus, I mean, there there the plus there are people that I want to see and there are people that I don't want to see in my high school. You know, like there's this kid that like was my best friend and we had a huge falling out and I ended up taking his girlfriend. Well, I didn't take his girlfriend. Like he he was hooking up with this girl. He fucked me over in high school bad. Like he really screwed me over. And embarrassed the shit out of me and like kind of really tormented me in some ways. And I was his friend. And then when I quit the wrestling team, I reached out to him and he's like, well, you were, you were never good as this other guy anyway. You never placed the nationals. Like just fucked me over like th- five times over. And then I gave him a spot up Bruco because he was trying to do comedy. And then he was not dating this girl. He had a girl, but they had, they, they were hooked up a couple times, but he has, he was seeing like 10 other girls. It was months in between. She came to my show and she was beautiful and we ended up dating and for like three years. 
but he 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 hit me up saying, "I hope you die a painful death," and oh. uh, like uh, like I hope you get. Where does he live? All this shit, all this shit he said. Like I fucked, you know. The, he took all, all the stuff he did with my ex girlfriend that was just way too vile, and he's gonna be there. So I'm like, man, do I really want to see this guy? You know, it's just here's like, the two options I see: either you go to your reunion <laughs> and you face those demons, and then I'll do the show at the Laugh Factory. I'll, I'll fill in, or or you do the show at the Laugh Factory and then send CB to yeah. your high school reunion, right, to take care of business. So yeah. yeah, so that's so that's that's where that is. What's going on with you, man? So I I think I'm gonna do the Laugh Factory show. What's going on with you? Uh, no, it's been a good week. I, I had a blast at your birthday party. Um, hanging out and it was a killer show. Uh, I got a show at the Ice House tonight, and then uh, I'm heading up to Davis, California, kind of near Sacramento. Uh, Saturday for a gig with a couple of buddies. I'm doing uh, Drew Lynch, James Frey, and uh, Chris Cope. So nice. We're gonna road trip it up there. Should be fun, but. Uh, it's uh, it's been going good. I mean, I'm getting. I I got about a month left in Los Angeles, so I'm really trying to push and hustle and just get out on as many shows as I can in the next month while I'm here. And uh, you cool, know. we'll have you at the uh, at the Dima a lot. Yeah, and then uh, next Thursday, the lucky puppy. Supposedly, she's getting the puppies back today, and we're gonna have Yappy Hour comedy show, and we're gonna have with the with the with the, with the comics and the and the uh, puppies. I love and, next and, Thursday or yeah, Wednesday. Next Thursday, we're gonna have it. So, uh, how are you doing? What's going on with you? Nothing much, man. Had a blast at the Dime Bar. Michael Black's and fuck, man, that guy's yeah. funny. Um, nothing really else to report. Looking forward to going to Vegas next week for Almeida Garbrandt and uh, trying to get trying to get in talks with the UFC and Ticketmaster to refund my tickets for one ninety nine. Did you find Connor? By the way, no. Did you look for him? I did. I went to the gym he was at, which actually coincidentally ended up being in the same gym that my nephew's box at. They were going the same day a few hours later, so I'm okay. like, okay, I can walk in and no problem. He was at a different gym. I couldn't figure out the, the new gym that he was at. He did boxing um, Tuesday, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Wednesday, and then last night he was at the montage because Dana and Lorenzo flew in and they're discussing his next fight. I don't want to put this out there, but I am going to put this out there. I'm hearing slight rumor that they talked him into 200 again. Really? I, I don't know if it's true. I originally heard 202, Nate Diaz main event, but I'm hearing 200. I don't fucking know. I don't know for sure. A few different sources. What are your sources? Couple, I don't. I never reveal my sources. <laughs> <laughs> this this is how I live the life that I do because I keep quiet about oh, information gotcha. sake. But they did have a meeting with him last night. They all left cheery. And he jumped back in his Rolls Royce and went back to wherever his house is. Nice. So, but I might see Rhonda on Friday. Why? Uh, she might be at PWG. Oh, is this, is this Friday? It's tomorrow. Can you get me two tickets? No. Why? It's sold out, right? They're fucking impossible. My birthday is tomorrow, and I want to do something for my birthday with my girlfriend, and I don't know what to do. Marina's going to be there. Oh, fuck. I'm not doing that. Because <laughs> <laughs> Roderick's if, on the card, so what, she's going to be do there. I, Shane any, is there. Tyler, any suggestions? Uh, she she seems kind of like a, like a like a girly girl. Yeah, like I don't know. Go go. But it's my birthday a, though. It's not hers. I know, but she maybe she like uh go get a massage together, like a couple's massage. I got your get fucking some... mom. I'm gonna get a fucking. <laughs> I'm gonna get a boner and want a handy. I, that's the terrible idea. All what right, else? tell the masseuse to leave for a few minutes at the end. You know what? Um, what is it? 
My, Another awful idea. Okay, my, what, what else we got here? Well, I, I, I don't my, even drink. Don't my, even ask me. You were going to put me on The a, Bachelor the other day, and, I, and I'm uh, like, fuck that shit. My wife and I, ha- I got a sitter today. We went out to lunch. We went to the batting cages, hit some balls. Oh, she doesn't she'll fucking, She doesn't play batting she cages. She wants Brie to hit balls, but different balls. <laughs> That's funny. By the way, I have uh, – so I was trying to think of something I should do. By the way, I stopped watching porn since we've been dating. Just for the, And I told you that. I, I I actually told her I go listen since we started watching since we've been dating I stopped watching <laughs> since we started watching since, porn since I we, stopped dating since we uh, <laughs> since we started dating I stopped watching porn she goes really because I doubled up I was like oh <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny but uh, no I have I stopped watching porn and I and I know I had a wet dream the other night I'm 38 years old you congrats man fucking are you 38 yet yeah it, it was midnight? the most pathetic wet dream so I didn't cheat in my dream right so I go to a club and I'm dancing with a girl. And I'm like grinding, and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. And she was grinding so fucking hard that I busted in my dream. Like that's that's the saddest wet dream. I couldn't even enjoy. Were you in a mi- good... Were you in middle school in your I dream? Don't, it was ridiculous. Dude. Did you was... get kicked off the wrestling team? No, it was sad, dude. I'm telling you, it was so sad. My wet dream. See, uh, I had a dream yesterday, and I had gotten a glass bottle throwing fight with some random dude on my parents' street. I want like. Fucking cool dreams like that. That's I'd rather have your dream, dude. My dream or was like demonic sad. Hellcats are chasing me down the street. I don't something wrong with me. Really, demonic Hellcats? Demonic All right. So anyway, let's talk about some more UFC news. Uh, major a, news coming this out. This is an yesterday. MA podcast, I think. Um, <laughs> so uh, what is the major news? TV, tell us. Demetrius Johnson has his next fight. Okay. UFC 201 co-main event, which will end up being the main event because he fucks over every pay-per-view. But Demetrius Johnson is defending his title against Wilson Hayes. So I'm curious if the Alliance title train is going to continue rolling. Is Wilson Hayes any good? He's pretty good. He's the one that knocked out Scott Jorgensen with the body kick. He right. beat Formiga. He's had some good fights. I mean, he's like... A they're, older, they're right? booking They're booking Benavidez and Cejudo to yeah. fight each other at the right. end of the tough season. So... There's not really anybody else to put in there, and I think Demetrius wanted a quick return, which is also good. unusual. Well, you know what? you got to keep him busy, which is good. Expect uh, him to be the main event soon enough. All right, what else? And then uh, also the big news uh, was Chris Weidman got hurt, had a neck injury, which is actually uh, which is actually Kurt Angle tweeted him and said, hey, man, hit me up. I'll, uh, I'll hook you up with some, uh, with some doctors. I would not if I was Chris. I would stay as far away from Kurt Angle with like a at pain. this point. Yeah, I would too because Kurt's been on suicide watch for like a couple years now. Really huge cokehead, pill popper, and Kurt Angle's my favorite wrestler of all time. Wow! So don't get me wrong. I'm not throwing shade. It's just this is the fact, mm. and he is known for doing the wrong things. That's why he's been in TNA instead of WWE because they'll test him. Right? They they test WWE. A lot of the guys they do. Really? Certain guys they don't. Certain guys they'll be like, we we don't want to. There's no way they test them. those wrestlers. Those they guys are all them. really. Yeah, they test them. So uh, Michael Bisbing is now fighting Luke Rockhold, and I, I texted Bisbing. I go, you got this, man. And I like Luke Rockhold, uh, so I texted him the same thing. Uh, but, <laughs> are you putting fifty on Bisbing because uh, Rockhold's a ten to one? Ten to one, really? He's, he opened it as, as a ten to one. Wow, man, I. Bisping's like, got to be a what set plus seven fifty plus six hundred something like that. I like both guys, and I actually tweeted out, "Congrats to Bisping on getting his first title shot." All it took was a guy with a broken neck, a steroid thing, and a guy who fought last week. I mean, it was really kind of a perfect storm for Bisping, uh, and I'm happy for him. But he's fighting a guy that that beat him in two rounds, uh, dominated him. Dominated him. Uh, I feel bad for Bisping. Is he got an eye injury that like. It can't be good for your fighting career. Yeah. But you know what, man? Like, Bisping's got all the heart in the world. 
He's got nothing to lose. He's a great fighter. You know, he's he's the thing is, is his power. He doesn't really have the the power where you can say he's got a puncher's chance. Yeah, because it's one thing that he kind of has been struggled with is his power. Although he does, according to him, he's got a good finishing rate. I hope it's a competitive fight. You know, it would be kind of cool to see Bisbing as the champ. I, I like Bisbing a lot, uh, but I don't know. He's got his work cut out for him in this fight. Ten to one odds, really? Absolutely. Yeah. I might yeah. put some money on. I mean, no, Luke. <laughs> Luke Rockholt's a handful. He's he's beaten before. Um, I like the Bisping story. If he could end up with the title, I mean, what a what a story! That long road and uh, all the guys he fought who got tested positive, like yeah, just that long line of cheaters that he's fought. He he doesn't have he doesn't have the punching power, but he does. He throws combinations well. He's got good movement. Um, I, I was I kind of threw that out there when we were talking outside uh, dime bar the other night how many how many fights you know thinking Bisping has left in him because he's he's definitely been in a ton of fights he's getting up there he obviously took some serious damage in his last fight with um with uh anderson and uh he lost that fight uh okay but uh <laughs> yeah but that was the, yeah but that one that he was looking at the ref though i mean th- it was his fault but if he if he if he doesn't look at the ref in that fight because he had anderson hurt a couple times and Anderson then get, knocked him out at the end of the third. Because he was looking at the ref, on. complaining about something, and didn't see him. That was one of the most insane. Protect yourself at all times. All right, fine. That yeah. was one of the most insane MMA situations I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, but it is what it is. He he won the fight, but he still took some damage. So. And he came back and still fought. Yeah. Like, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's there got some interesting names coming out for that Luke Rockhold lottery, though. Uriah Hall wanted it. Yeah. Derek Brunson wanted it. Somebody tried to tell me that that Cowboy Magni or Damian Maya should step in. I'm like, you're not even no. in the right fucking weight <laughs> no. class. You're two weight classes away. But yeah, and then there was this thing that came out that said like injured, medical, available, available. There was Elias like- Theodoro should have had it. That would have been awesome. Just, <laughs> just cut. Yeah. Two two fucking like Great pretty boys. Yeah, yeah, that would have been awesome. Um, and then also I guess Cyborg. What's up with Cyborg? Okay, so the UFC on UFC tonight, which is kind of interesting, they went this route of doing it that way, but they announced on UFC tonight that Cyborg, they're targeting her also for UFC 201 against Jermaine Durandamy at catchweight 140, but she immediately refuted it with like three or four tweets in Portuguese saying that my next fight is going to be a 145 title defense and then started this campaign with her marlis coonan and megan anderson on this like this flyer image on twitter saying bring in the featherweights calling for a 145 division in the ufc yeah i mean that that division will be filled with two girls there'll be two fights in that division and then the whole i mean there's just unfortunately not enough girls right now that are 145 at a competitive level I mean, maybe, maybe if the Bellator girls come in too. <laughs> Which, uh, there's like two. I know. There's three. Uh, three, I mean. But it just seems like there's just not enough. I think they're going 125 first, and they're gonna, if they do that, they're going to pull Invictus roster again, which right. I like. Well, I yeah, like. Or they should have a 125, a 135, and, and a 115. They should at least do that. Yeah. Um, 145 is going to be hard. I mean, and, you know, I love Megan Anderson. And I like uh, the girl that she just beat. Amanda Bell. Amanda and Bell. But it just, it's going to be hard against Cyborg. She's just a different level. But she's not doing it for much longer. She made 139. And I understand, you know, uh, her boyfriend, or not her boyfriend, her manager, uh, Ray Elby, you know, he's saying the cut was too much. They're, they're, they have a documentary coming out saying how hard the cut was. And, 
But that's just the way it is. You can't expect everyone to go to 140. I think Jermaine probably would fight her at 140. And you know what? It's probably be the most competitive fight that Cyborg has had. I mean, Jermaine was 47-0 and 0 as a kickboxer. Uh, she's got great striking. Cyborg doesn't have great... Well, she's got good ground, but not as good as her... But I still think that Cyborg, I hate to say it, might be too much for Jermaine Duran to make. Oh, I think so. Even at 140. At 135, it's a different story. Uh, she's a, a depleted Cyborg at 135 against these girls. It's a more competitive thing. Hol- By the way, I actually had a good meeting with Rhonda's mom on... Uh, on Tuesday, me and uh, Dr. Anna Maria, she has a uh, new podcast coming out. Uh, it's called um, uh, More Than Ordinary. It's a 15-minute podcast, and uh, it's going to be on video, so check it out. I love Rhonda's mom. She's, she's, she's badass. What's the focus of the, the uh It's about, like, well, uh, I'm sure it's about basically being, like, lessons she's learned over her life as well as finding someone who's more than ordinary. And also, like, she she makes video games for kids that are good for learning, so yeah. it's going to be all about that. But it's Rhonda's mom and Rhonda's sister are going to do it. Um, How to avoid Edmund. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I, I would like to see Jermaine beat Cyborg. I don't know if she can do it, but it would be a good fight. I would watch happen. it. She should not fight her at 45, Jermaine. Do not go no, to 45. No, it would be 140. Yeah, it at 40. It would be a catchweight. I, I mean, Jermaine looked big her last fight at 140. She looked a lot bigger than the other girl. You mean 135? At 135, yeah. yeah. I mean, going up, when they're, you know, if they're cutting to 135 normally and it's a normal cut for them that's consistent, the, the five pounds to go up is not that big of a deal. But. For Cyborg to drop to that 139, I think she said something like it was an extra two or three weeks working with George Lockhart. And I don't know. I don't think she ever drops to 135. But Holly Holmes said she'll take the 140. Yeah, well, Holly Holmes has a work cut out for her with her next fight. That girl, that girl. Shevchenko's not. Don't sleep on her. That's a good fight. Yeah. Damn. It's interesting, man. It's interesting how when Ronda loses, the division becomes so much more exciting. Oh, it completely opened up. Uh, you know, it's not. I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know if it's better for the for the sport because Ronda brought in so many eyes. But now all of a sudden, all these matchups are just interesting. You know, I'm like, I think I think Nunez might beat Tate. I mean, she might gas by the fourth round, but the first two rounds, she might beat her. She's got two rounds to beat her. I just I just read that she's working almost exclusively on breath, focus. And um, just getting ready. I said it from the beginning. They announced that fight that Nunez needs to finish her in the first two rounds. Got a hot girlfriend too. I don't know what it is about these American top team men and women that like have two rounds to win a fight. Fucking Florida. Oh, about the hotness. No, no, they have two rounds to win a fight. Like like Lombard. uh, Lombard was gassed in the second. uh, Nunez, um, Woodley. Uh, well, Robbie, Robbie's got a good thing, you know. By the way, so uh, BJ Penn. Oh yeah, we talked about this fight already. Uh, so this week, Venator, uh, it's I don't know how this guy's making any money, but fuck it. I love it, though. I mean, he's putting on a fight where he flew in Mayhem Miller, uh, Cody McKenzie, Sokaju, Matt Hamill, Matt Hamill, Luke, uh, Barnott. Uh, Luke Barnott was already there, Who's more Paul, Harris. Paul Harris, and he has 20 fights, and they're airing it for free on MMA Junkie. I think it's on Fox Sports if you live in... Europe, Fox Sports Europe. I just found out when it starts, too. When does it start? It's a 9 p.m. start local time. 
which is in Italy. Yeah. So it starts for us at noon on Saturday. Noon on Saturday. But I 20 know. Fights, 20 you're fights. Twenty Two per hour. You're looking at a ten-hour show that starts at nine p.m. Italian time. <laughs> Italian time. They're going to be up all night. But you know what? They're going to make their money back on unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks. uh, Maybe (laughs) what they're... I don't know if it's for sure yet, but I think what they're airing might just be their main card. Yeah. I don't know if you're getting all 20, but you're going to get like the four marquee fights. How are they doing this though? I mean, they must be paying these guys good money. Mayhem's not just going to Italy for no money. Mayhem got out of the country. He should just be happy with that. That's a good point. But I mean, mean, how much do you think these guys are making? They can't be making much, man. 20 and 20? I wouldn't. I maybe in Italian lira, <laughs> like a couple bucks. If they get like what we get for a gig, sometimes they're like, "Listen, here's the deal. It's going to be a great show. We're going to fly you out. We're going to put you up in a hotel, and you get dinner at the bar." But what do you think this guy's like plan like, is? You think his plan paid? is like he's no, got a bunch it. of solid? Well, this is their third event too. They've already had two. You think he's got a bunch of solid up and comers? He's so he's just using kind of the big names to draw the people in, and then. You like kind of what Bellator should be doing, and that's why he's got twenty prospects on the card, or or more than that. Twenty he's got forty fighters. Forty fighters. Or do you think he's just like he's not going to pay people? This gonna be one of those things where you got to go against the Italian mob to get paid. Or do you think this is actually a legitimate great business plan of bringing in these names? Because I mean, this guy's crazy. If you see him on like Twitter, he was going off on John Jones when he got arrested, defending mayhem. Going, oh, I love how this guy's a role model, but everyone puts down mayhem. I mean, he obviously loves certain fighters. He's yeah. just a guy who's a fan of, you know, old school MMA guys. I don't, you never know with something like that. Maybe he's independently wealthy and he just he always wanted to get a promotion up. And maybe he thought if I got a few under a few events under my belt, then we can start making money. So maybe he's he is going in the hole on it. Maybe he's got some outside investors in Italy that says, listen, you know this. Look how big the UFC is. If if we you know put a couple shows on, we could build it up. Like I, I have no idea. We gotta get him on the podcast. Uh, we're gonna get him on the podcast soon. I can't imagine like the what he's already spent. You got to fly Paul Harris out of Brazil to Italy. You you're, you're actually getting mayhem excited. He hasn't fought in four years, and you're getting him to agree to fight. Yeah, where he could have taken a fight in the last four years, even though he talks about his underground fights or whatever it is. Right. But I mean, Barnott's not a long plane fight. You're fighting Matt Hamill out of the East Coast. So could you. He's got to. He's got to be spent. Yeah, so could you's out of out of Team Quest. Yeah, you've got to be spending at least ten to twenty grand. Cody McKenzie getting a lot of these guys. Yeah, and, and he's flying a week early. They're all going a week early. Well, most most cards. I know, but they were already UFC there. So he's got to put them up. And and he's also and Mayhem has two guys with him. One of them is Matt Horwich. Yeah, I saw I saw uh, a photo because I have a friend who's with Matt Hamill. Yeah, who's going to be um, either in his corner. Or he's his head sponsor, and uh, he's with him right now. And he does took he a picture with Horwich. Does my friend? Yeah. No, but Matt How reads he, lips. Oh, Matt reads lips. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's crazy. I wonder what this guy's business plan is. I'm I'm actually legitimately curious as to what this guy's doing. Maybe the exchange. But I love awesome. it though. I think it's great. I mean, I think it's great for. MMA because you're giving these guys. I mean, you're giving these guys a, a fight, and it's, it's strange, and it's kind of a freak show. 
I mean, well, it's the same thing as the bare knuckle boxing thing you hear about. By the it, way, the bare knuckle like, boxing is, is getting big. Did actually Rolling Stone did a? I know that's that's what Bobby and, and Shannon said. Did you see Rudy Morales' tweet? By the way, uh, how he it goes is. soon enough because of BKB, all fights, all MMA, UFC is going to be bare knuckle. I'm like, yeah, Rudy. I love Rudy Morales, I don't think but so. I'm not sure he should be a psychic. It's, it's barely legal in some of the states. I what mean, like, bare knuckle boxing? No, no, the MMA like in New York, it, like yeah. just so, like it's going <laughs> to push to get to be yeah. bare knuckle. Let's keep it safe, safer than uh, you know that. See, I'm looking forward to this Venator thing. I, I legitimately am looking forward to it. I'm more looking forward to that than the Bellator fight on Friday. The Bellator fights, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's pretty decent, good. decent, but it's not like. But this is ridiculous. Are you? Looking- Someone said it, they they seem like this whole Venator is put together on like a dare. Someone's like, I, like, I, I like, bet you you can't get <laughs> mayhem and Paul Horace. <laughs> All right, next event, 25000 if you can get War Machine. Yeah, seriously. I, be- like, I bet you can't book a 10-fight card in, in Italy. I'll book a 20-fight card in Italy. <laughs> it's uh, crazy. Are you looking forward to it on like a, like a, like a freak show sense or like you legitimately? Because there's some guys on there like, I mean. There's some good I want to see if mayhem can beat Luke Barnott. I mean. Look, talent-wise, so. who was born more talent? Probably Mayhem. mayhem. Uh, as far as but who's lost talent, more brain cells? That's the thing. Luke Barnard has been in the gym. He's had great training. He was with uh, the guys at Alliance. He works hard. He doesn't drink. Doesn't do drugs. Doesn't party. He's he's er, like he's just a proper old chap. Everything that you that like a fighter should be doing, Luke is doing. Mayhem, you know. Uh, <laughs> this is how I train. <laughs> uh, ridiculousness. <laughs> Getting arrested, drugs, partying, fighting, girls, sex, orgies. Uh, but that's why I actually want to see who's going to win. Imagine he comes in and he's just a fucking world beater, Mayhem. Well, he, like, at one point he was a world beater. No, I know, but imagine like after four years off, 15 arrests, a hostage takeover with the SWAT <laughs> team, fucking little hot dog dog, whatever he calls it, all that shit. And he goes in there and he knocks out or submits Barnott in like the first minute. I know. That's what I'm that saying. I actually like... want to see. Matt Hamill, so could you. You got a guy who was... I remember watching Matt Hamill wrestle in college. He, he beat John Jones. He was... <laughs> Matt Hamill, though, because I was at Binghamton. We were a D3 school. I wrestled for a semester. And Matt Hamill was a D1 All-American. And then he went to D3 because he went to, I think, Renaissance RPI or RIT. It was one of those schools where it was a very big deaf community. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why he went. I actually performed there. And he was just... Just solid. I mean, he was beating kids up in D3, and he was just a rugged, tough guy. Solid. He had that man strength that, like, yeah. I mean, just. When he first came in and was on the Ultimate Fighter and in the UFC right after that, I mean, the guy's wrestling was, like, unmatchable. Look what he did to, uh, also his, Mar- to, to what's his name? Mark Munoz. Mark Munoz. Knocked him out with a kick to the head. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, w- I was just going to say, but also his chin. I remember looking at him very early on and saying, okay, this guy's an insane wrestler, and his striking was so rudimentary, but he would just keep coming forward, and he would just be getting sh- taking shots to the face, but like it didn't seem to phase him. He did Tito. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I also I think— I was at that fight. I, I, he, he destroyed Tito. Bisbing, that was one of the worst decisions I've ever seen in my life. I'm sorry. I love Bisbing. I, he's fighting for the title. But that Matt Hamill-Bisbing fight, I actually watched that with Brian Callen. And we were depressed afterwards. We were at my house watching that depressed because we saw a deaf guy get robbed in England. And it was depressing. It was very depressing. I have a legitimate thought slash question about Matt. You know, he can't hear, so he can't listen to his corner. 
Is that an advantage? Or you have your own game plan no matter what, or they've instilled it so if much? All of or is it a disadvantage? Fighters, if all of Edmund's fighters were deaf, but they, they'd be the number one fighters in the world because that's the worst corner. I think it depends on the corner. Uh, but no, I think he's, he's never been, been part of a huge gym or anything like that, though. So it's like, you know, do they instill it in him before the fight? And they're like, we can't was, yell at you. That was probably the one mistake he made was not being part of a huge gym. And do uh, they yell at him still when he's in the cage fighting? I'm sure they do out of reflex. I mean, you know, like, yeah. I mean, people yell at the TV and you know the fighters can't hear you through the TV, but you still do it because you're into it. But I I mean, I imagine that in between rounds, they, they would sign. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, so who do you think wins this fight? Hamill or... Uh, Hamill or Sokaju? Sokaju has got power. Uh, Sokaju's got power, but I'd I'd go with Matt Hamill on this. Only, yeah, there's uh, only one guy and that's that a, out Matt. Sorry, it's I mean it's it's kind of a shot in the dark because I haven't seen either of them fight in a while. But just based on what I know about each guy, I'd go. I'm gonna go with Matt Hamill. I'm going with Hamill. Uh, you? I'd have to say Hamill. Uh, now are we going Mayhem or Barnot? I still, I still think Luke is on the rise. I think his last few in the UFC were tough. There were a few decisions that should have gone the other way. Um, yeah, you know, and I, I, I'm not counting Mayhem out, but look at look at the history. Barnott's been fighting consistently. Mayhem's been fighting fucking jail. That's the thing. I mean, Barnott knows. I talked to Barnott about this, and he's like, he knows this is a huge opportunity for him. Like he's really this, is, this up could for this be back in the UFC because if he wins technically yeah uh, I I think that look everything that I know about sports and life is telling me that Barnard is going to win yeah but Mayhem it's, could catch him in a sub uh, Mayhem could catch him in a sub he's that good at jujitsu he's a black belt under Verdum you don't get a black belt under Verdum without I don't think he just gives away black belts. That's the thing that makes you think. Is I, I look at if you, if I look at skill sets, I think Mayhem is possibly the more skilled fighter, and he's probably fought the tougher competition over the course of his career. But so much of this sport comes down to conditioning, yeah. mental focus, uh, just diet, strength, like all that stuff. Like so, Mayhem may be the more skilled fighter, but there's all those other factors. Is he coming in? Uh, with a good training camp, healthy, focused, like there's that. I think my first UFC fight, or one of my first ones, was uh, Bisbing Mayhem, and that was the that was most. Ultimate fight and that was the most depressing. He gassed so hard, he looked so bad in that fight. Well, he looked bad against Dalloway too in his last fight in the UFC. No, he didn't look that bad. He had Dalloway hurt. He should have. He, he should have. Fin- he he should have beat him. And bro. he had a torn ACL and MCL. He was limping around Bisping, the fucking he got- cage. The Bisping, he won the first round, and then he just looked fucking terrible. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, I mean, this is the same mayhem that beat Robbie Lawler. Not the same mayhem that beat Robbie Lawler. This is the same person that beat Robbie Lawler, that beat Tim Kennedy, that beat, you know, so uh, who knows? But, yeah. Gave GSP one of the toughest fights of his life. He did. He did. Uh, While laughing, while GSP's beating the (laughs) shit out of him. Um, So who knows? I remember uh, I went to Ellis Mania. And Mayhem fought Ellis, Jason Ellis, the radio guy, and he like submitted him twelve times in five minutes. And it was funny. Ellis came out with like oiled up, completely oh. oiled up, <laughs> which actually worked to his disadvantage. He actually it actually helped. It was he it like helped him choke him out. Um, so yeah, so that's uh that that that's not some crazy stuff. Um, what else is what else we got, CB? Um, John Lineker has a fight again. Who's he fighting? He's fighting Michael McDonald. That's a war. Yeah. Except for McDonald's chin's a little suspect, so if Lineker hits it once, it's night-night time. What's up with Michael McDonald? The guy, like... He was out for a few years. Why do you, Bad injury. 
That what is that what happened? It was uh, it was his hand and his finger, like he had full brace and everything. I saw him at um, the Bellator Dynamite card. He was there cornering another guy, and he had this like big metal, like almost looked like a Wolverine X Men style thing. But he was battling injuries left and right. And, you know, he started his own gym. He was cornering other guys. But um, he came back. He fought recently his first yeah. time back. Yeah, he was UFC. getting his ass kicked. And then I never saw a dude defend uh, a choke that way. He was, he was he, like in an arm triangle. And just like reversed it. But then he walked off the cage with his feet. Yeah. Uh, which I guess is legal. I didn't realize that was legal. But he did that. Uh, he did Wait, some one kind more of, time. I'm sorry. It was like he was on the bottom of an arm triangle. And he somehow walked... He used the, the feet, his feet, to scale the to scale the cage, and then he somehow went on, ended up on top. Oh, like and Leslie Smith did against Rinnakai. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. definitely legal. That's you can legal. you can cage walk. You just can't you can't use your fingers. But he used but you his can toes use your to feet. Do it. But it's his toes all... were inside. I, I think his toes were actually in the actual cage because people were complaining about it, but the ref didn't see it. So, look, man, you know, I guess the old adage, if it's like. Uh, Look, if it's not like there are things you're not supposed to do, but if, if you can get away, with, if it's not cheating, if you don't get caught or something, yeah. I, I know being a wrestling coach, you're not supposed to flee the mat. You're supposed to get a, you get a point away. It's funny, like you always get a point if you flee the mat. Like if you're on your back getting pinned and somebody has you in a you know a half Nelson, if I yell out "flee the mat," which means like use your feet to get out of the circle so you can start over, the ref will take a, a point away. You're not gonna get disqualified. Yeah. So what I do is. I got, during the season, I go, who has a girlfriend? And then I, somebody raises their hand, the kids raise, I go, what's your name? And then the girls, the kids are like, Jessica. I'm like, all right, when I yell out the word Jessica, yeah. it means flee the mat. So like, during the show, during the, the fight, I read the mat, they're like, Jessica, Jessica. And then that's what we do. And the kids all laugh and they think it's funny. One time the kid was dating a black girl named Takira. So I'm like, I'm like, Takira, Takira. People are like, what the fuck is this coach yelling Takira he's, for? He's got uh, like Tourette's. <laughs> It was crazy. It was crazy. So anyway, we're going to have a press conference right now between two guys fighting in Titan FC. One of them is the Titan FC champion. Yes, Is that's this the right. one that Bubba was going to fight? Yes, this is the one that was offered $50,000. Hello? Hello, is this Andre the Bull? Yes, sir. You're on the M. May Rose to podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. You're here with Tyler Bowe and CB Gold. How are you, buddy? I'm doing all right, man. How you doing? Good. You are the champion. You are 12 and 0, undefeated. You have 12 wins with 15 split decisions. Uh, you are <laughs> you are an awesome fighter, man. An awesome fighter. By the way, uh, so uh, Lex McMahon offered Bubba fifty thousand dollars. Jeff Aronson, fifty thousand dollars if he could beat you. Uh, that, yeah. But, but then Bubba couldn't get get, get out, out out of his contract. Were you were you down to fight Bubba? Now listen, for fifty thousand, it's not too many people I wouldn't fight. Right, but no, Bubba was our fifty. But Bubba was our fifty grand. I don't, I don't know how much you were offered. He just said fifty grand uh, in escrow if he uh, if he uh, fights you. So. Well, shoot, if he getting fifty, I better be getting at least fifty too. Right, that's what I write. Of course, of course. Uh, but but yeah. you but you're not worried about Bubba's wrestling and or his like striking. No, I mean, you can't really, again, you can't really worry about what somebody else does well because at that point, you're already at a loss. So you think you, know, you, you could be, worry. you think you could be Bubba? Huh? You think you could be Bubba Jenkins? I think, I think I'm the best featherweight, period. Damn! That's just my mindset. Fuck, man. If That's I, just my, damn. I mean, 
Damn. I mean, why would you be doing it if you feel otherwise? It's too hard a sport to do it if you if you don't think you're the best at it. That's a good point. Very good point you always make. However, Bubba Jenkins is the man, and uh, so we have to take. We're on Team Bubba here, but uh, you know. <laughs> But if Bubba wasn't fighting you, we would be on Team Andre the Bull Harrison. So uh, how's everything? Appreciate it. Uh, appreciate. No problem. How's everything going? Uh, everything's going great, man. I'm just here, getting ready for this next outing, June 10th. In Miami, huh? You know, so yeah, Miami. Finally, a different place, man. Like a fun place at least. Do you have a girlfriend? Um, I, I don't want to. I'm not at liberty to discuss these things. <laughs> What? On the air. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm just saying there's going to be tons of women in Miami. Miami's got the hottest chicks in the world. Tons of Cuban. I, I was recently out there. Oh. So yeah, I, I, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. Did you, did you hook up with any hot Cubans? For me, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't know exactly what you're talking about. I okay, there's there's these girls there with, with these round basketball like asses. That's like two basketballs next to each other, and they got skinny waists, and then they're in this like cool like light skin, dark complexion, beautiful, and they love black fighters. So I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking maybe you would do well over there. It's possible. Possible. It's so, possible. So you got laid over there. I'm a, I, just, I just told everybody my name was Bubba Jenkins while I was there. <laughs> That's it. That's, I figured it out. I figured the game out. Nice. Yeah, That's you, what you got to do. You're a smart guy. Well, we're going to call your opponent right now. We're going to have a press conference. I have a feeling this is going to be good. You're fighting uh, Division Ribeiro. Uh, this dude is... Is this, is this Long Division? Yeah, Long Division. He's 26-9. and nine. He's on a four-fight winning streak. Our, by the way, our... Is there like a, are you at like a nightclub right now, Andre? What's going on? Nah, I'm actually getting ready to teach the, the women's kickboxing class. Damn, dude, you are a stud. Any uh, any hot chicks there or no? Um, yeah, it's a few. Nice. Do they hit on you for free lessons? Um, not for not for free lessons, but sometimes they'll throw a little shot at me, but. I try, not, I try my best not to, Hello, not to respond. Hello, is this Division Ribeiro? Uh, hi, um, he's training right now. Okay, well, this is Adam. I'm the host of the MMA Roasted Podcast. We were scheduled to have him on right now with a press conference with his future opponent, Andre Harrison. Uh, can you get him on the phone, please? Uh, he's in the middle of training, so I'm not right now. I know, but the, the uh, Titan FC, uh, uh, they, said that they kind of set this up. Well, I don't know that he confirmed. I mean, you can hold online until he finishes this part, and I can check. But I don't think his trainer's going to let him stop right now. Okay. All right. It's okay. Then I guess we won't do it today. No problem. All right. Thanks. He's afraid of you, Man, Andre. Damn, he sent Andre. his wife on. He's afraid. Damn, that didn't go well at all. Holy shit. All right. He's so. scared of the bull. <laughs> Andre, what was that? What, dude, this is all your fault, man. Just so you know. This... Oh, me? I don't, I mean, it's not right. my fault. All right. Now, listen, you are 12 and 0. Uh, you're beating people up, but it's get, it, it, these fights are, too, are like way too close. The Steven Siler was a split decision. Uh, are, are, are we going for a finish here? Do you have any pressure to go for a finish, or are you just like, fuck it, get the win? I mean, I, mean, I try and go for finishes, man. That shit just don't happen sometimes, right? <laughs> 
Dudes are stubborn, man. They don't want to go out. <laughs> well, you you had Siler hurt a couple times. Uh, you know, yeah. yeah. I mean, you definitely. That's good though. I like it though. I, I happen to think that you have a much better. Uh, I think that's a much better game plan because I think that if you uh, if you go out for the finish, sometimes you get finished. And obviously, you being twelve and zero. Um, do you think this is the last fight in Titan, and you can get to the UFC? Or? I mean, God willing, if everything goes well, I just I try not to overlook anybody, man. I'm member from wrestling. That's not that's not a good thing, man. Overlook somebody, or you talk smack to somebody like yo, I'm gonna see you in the finals, and it never quite works that way, you know. They end up being there, you end up watching them. I'm not trying to end up like that, so I just you know focus on. Um, yeah, you can do that. After. Okay, cool. Um, we're gonna start our outside, ladies. I need three laps. Okay. Great. Yeah. Nice. You gave him three so, laps. Um, Putting the hammer down. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How many girls are in your class right oh, now? Yeah. Uh, eleven. Nice. Hola. Going out. We out. And it's but, a- um, yeah. I just found. I just found focus, man, because. I don't, I don't like looking at anybody. Plus, I know this dude is, you know, tough counter striker. Tough, yes, yes. Tough counter striker, so I'm not trying to, you know, disrespect him by, like, overlooking him and worrying about UFC opponents. So I, again, I'm not even in the UFC yet. Right now, I'm in Titan, and uh, I need to focus on the Titan guys. Yeah, I still think that you're the most underrated fighter right now out there. I think that um, you're being overlooked by everybody. I think that you're uh, you got great wrestling, great striking. You've never been hurt in a fight, right? Thank you. Uh, you've never nope. never been rocked. You've beaten how many guys that were in the UFC? Like five guys that were in the UFC. A bunch of guys that were, you know. I I I think that you are. Uh, I, you know, I I think that you're. It's bullshit, and I, I want to see you make more money. You also beat Ally Aquinta in high school wrestling, correct? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what was the score of that match? I think I may beat him by like two, two or three points, maybe. Nice. Did you take? I don't a- remember. I don't- huh? Now, were you the state champ in New York? Um, no, I wasn't. I wasn't the state champ that year. Uh, I think that that might have been like my sophomore year or something like that. Did you ever win the states? No, I took um. Third and um, third and fifth. Damn, that's still really good, man. Third in the state of New York. And then, where did you wrestle for in college? I wrestled um, for Fort Hayes State University, but I wrestled in JUCOs um, right after right after high school. And my freshman year out, that was the year that John Jones won. Um, you know, he won junior nationals. Oh, nice. How did you, how did you how did you do in JUCOs? I took uh, well, I took, I took third. Yeah, I took third and seventh. I think it was. Nice. Now, why'd you go to JUCO? You got bad mm-hmm. grades. Um. Um. I wasn't. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was a good test taker, but I hated doing homework, so I never really did it. And so, um, I had like really like I had like a high SAT score, but my GPA wasn't the best because I didn't do homework. Gotcha. Do you have any kids? Yeah, I have a daughter. Nice. How old? She's three. Three. And then baby mama's still in the picture or no? 
as far as me dealing with her? Yeah. Absolutely not, no. No, oh, see, so who has custody, you or her? She does. Um, so, like, while I'm training and stuff, like, during training camp, she'll take her. And then after I'm done training, I'll go grab her. After the fight, I'll go get her. The guy. So, you, you, so you, you, you gotta pay child support, huh? Um, yeah, but it's nothing, like, crazy. And plus, I send, I send more than what child support is required anyway. That's nice so of you. Look at you. Yeah. That's awesome. Nice. So maybe that maybe that should be your nickname, like Andre the Child Support Giver, Harrison. I think that, <laughs> I'm just saying, I think the bull, people, there's a lot of bulls out there, but right, we got to go, Andre gives too much child support, Harrison. Now, uh... <laughs> Now, do you ever like uh, not want to like do so well because you got if you get more money, you got to give her more money? <laughs> um, nah, I don't ever think about it like that. My my amount is set, like what I got to pay every month. It doesn't like fluctuate or whatever. Oh, good. That way, if you keep on the champ, you don't have to worry. Like, like if you come to, like the mm-hmm. UFC champ, if you're making like a hundred thousand a fight, you don't have to be like, oh, now all of a sudden she wants a fucking big house, and you know, you're like, nah, you're, you're still getting four hundred dollars a month. Even though mm-hmm. I take care of the daughter. Oh, good. I like this. This is, this is cool. Well, listen. Yeah. Your opponent, uh, I don't know. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm talking to Brian right now. He, 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 he apologized. We we're supposed to have a press conference, get people ready for the fight. Instead, we hear about your child support. But either way, listen. Dre the Bull, you're the man. Oh, by the way, the night after, um, oh, please turn, turn that music louder. This is great. Jesus Christ. All right, listen. Dre, get back to training these girls. All right, thank you. Take care, brother. Jesus Christ, what am I doing? That went from a press conference to after party real quick. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. (laughs) Fuck. That was a good idea in theory. This fucking... This guy says... Yeah, you know what? You You can't see... Here's the thing about Adam, listeners. Adam takes things to heart too much. You shouldn't take it to heart that his wife had to answer his phone because he knows he's going to get fucked up by the bull. Well, no, but this guy, Brian, is a real nice guy, you know, and he's like, hey, man, can you get me another press conference this week? I'm trying to help him out. He helps the show out. So you guys be these Titan guys, which is great. And then the fucking guy doesn't pick up the phone. It's like, no one even heard this. Heard of this guy, you know. Uh, no one knows who the fuck he is. His last fight was in the fucking XFG three years ago. You know, his big. You know, he's he's got. He lost to Dakota Cochran three fights ago. Nothing wrong with Dakota Cochran, but but he's not. He's not. You know, he's got a big. I don't know why he's even getting a title fight. They're just running out of guys for fucking Dre to beat. And then Coker he doesn't pick up no the fucking. Bubba. Doesn't pick up the fucking phone. Uh, you know, and then it's, oh, I don't know if you can do it. Okay, Leah, why don't we just hold the fucking radio show until he's done training? What the, the fuck is going on? <laughs> Did she, she hasn't realized how long training sessions are. I mean, what, you can't take five minutes out of your fucking training and talk to your opponent who's on the other line? After you agreed to do it? You, you agreed came, to do it. This guy came from irrelevancy and he's going back into irrelevancy. Fucking seriously, his name is Division. He's going mur- to get beat by Harrison and nobody's going to hear from him again. I uh, mean... These guys, man, you know, it's I like, would have rather left him a voicemail, though. <laughs> seriously, I was hoping he wouldn't pick up the second time. Damn, man. I, Andre, I love Andre. But even Andre, it's like, bro, there's a fucking music in the back. You can't walk in another room and there's no fucking music. I, I, gotta, I gotta hear fucking, you know, 90s, 80s disc. No one gives a fuck, man. That was actually uh, Martin Solveig featuring Dragonette. The well, song's called really? Hello. Really? Yeah, it was. The first one. 
Well, yeah, I, it's a rave. What, who are you? <laughs> we we talk like about Rain Man. You're Drizzle Man. Seriously, <laughs> Drizzle how do you know? Man? You're Drizzle Man. No, not, I'm, not the, full... I'm the prodigy. You are the prodigy. We talk about this all the time on the podcast. <laughs> Bubba talks about it how it's how it's entertainment, not sport, and that means that that promotion. Uh, and press and all this stuff is really important. And we've also seen this with uh, the recent big news with like Conor McGregor and his, you know, attempt to to not do press and how that backfired. So it's like you look at some of these smaller guys. I mean, Andre, like you said, he's on a twelve and zero streak, and there's a lot of guys out there that don't know who he is. He doesn't have a ton of Twitter followers. These younger guys, these 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 guys in smaller promotions. Uh, they're working hard. They should be working hard to promote themselves. And like you know, you've got the the head of Titan FC to promote. You know the promotion calling and saying, "Hey, we got to get these guys more press, more opportunities." Yeah, and they don't take advantage. They don't even um, take advantage. They don't fucking pick up the phone. <laughs> Taking advantage is like giving me a shitty fucking press conference, which we've had tons of them. I don't know. I'm gonna give my best shot. May the best man win. You know, uh, but even that, I could. I'll take that over. Sorry, he's fucking training right now. Well, you know, there's a reason he hasn't fought in two years, and his last fight was in you know jungle fights, fucking thirty seven in fucking you know Sam fucking. Retardo. I mean, seriously, come you on. Goddamn Morasoka. <laughs> Fuck, man. I, I I like Dre the Bull. I, I I like Dre the Bull. I like Titan FC. I like what they're doing. I like Lex. I like uh, Jeff Aronson. Jeff Aronson a lot. But if you if you schedule a fucking press conference, even though it's not a real press conference, there's no fucking press involved. But us, okay? We have listeners. We have thousands and thousands. And I, I see the numbers. Okay. We have, some some of our podcasts get. 50,000 fucking listeners, okay? That's a lot of people. How many did Mayhem do between YouTube and, and iTunes? And- Who knows, okay? The numbers are really good sometimes, okay? And that, and that's 50,000 fight fans, not just 50,000 fucking people that, you know, it's like when they say, oh, we're in 6 million homes. Yeah, but those homes are not turning on your fucking television, okay? <laughs> we're t- we, we, we have a very core audience that love fights. I, t- people tell me all the time, I don't, the only reason I watched, uh, you know, Combate America is because Rudy was on your fucking podcast. People say, I don't watch Bellator. When I do, it's for Bubba Jenkins. Or oh, the only reason I'm watching Titan FC right now. Or Invicta. You know, people tell me that I'm they're the only listeners watching Invicta because of our podcast. We have, we have a really, really loyal fan base. I love them. Love them. Or I don't it, listen to podcasts other than yours. And yeah, it all the time. Up my day. So I'm getting pick a up divorce. The phone. I pick have up the fucking phone. Uh, whatever. Division, fucking multiple division, division. whatever the hell your name is. All right, so, so now that one's not here and one's not on the phone anymore, who do you really have if, if Bubba got that fight with Andre? Bubba. I think like Bubba. so? You think Absolutely. Bubba would beat him? Yes. I know Bubba beats him. I, I, I like Andre, but Bubba, I just think, I don't know where Bubba loses to him. In wrestling, you got to give the advantage to Bubba. Uh, the guy has no finishes, so that's that. You can't really say whether he's a knockout or a submission guy or whatever. But it's well, funny yeah, Bubba. Saying. I mean, in cardio, Bubba. The other guy got good cardio too. Striking, Bubba. Uh, Jiu-jitsu, even. He's a little better. He's not much better. I mean, the, this guy Andre the Bull is a great fighter with unlimited potential. Bubba Jenkins is a great fighter, unlimited potential. It's a good fight. It's a great fight. I, I, it's a great fight for both of them. What gym is Andre out of? Uh, is he out of a big gym? In or? Long Island. He trains at uh, like Belmore so, Kickboxing or something. Oh, he's not out of like Sarah Longo? No, he's in the other one uh, with some really good fighters. Then Chris Wade's there and a couple other good guys. Listen, uh, tip a fighter. Tip these guys, okay? Let's give these people money. They deserve it. They deserve it a lot. 
I, I tip it. I tip the fighters, okay? Because I'm too. like, I'm like, Jesus, that was really good. That was a really imp- Kyra Patera. I tipped her. I even tipped Andrea Lee her last fight, even though she lost. I thought she had a good fight. Um, you know, uh, Amanda Bell, another you know girl that I I I I I would tip based on her performance against Megan. You know, she had a ton of heart. Megan Bell, Amanda Bell. Jesus Christ. Oh no. Okay, we're gonna try Don Fry. See if he picks up. <laughs> Should we get Andre back on and do a presser? Him and Don Fry. Yeah. Is that working? Hey, I'm Don Fry, and you're not. <laughs> Interview over. Hi, this is Don Fry. I'm not chasing my horse right now. So if you want to leave a message, and once I catch him, I'll call you back. Thank you. Hey, Don Fry, what's up? It's Adam Hunter from the MMA Roasted Podcast. Listen, uh, we wanted to have um, Tom Ryan on, but he didn't pick up, so we thought we'd just call you. Uh, hope all is well. Hope you're doing well. Anything, Tyler, you want to say? You're the greatest, Don. Yeah, you are the greatest, CB. Anything you want to tell Don Fry? Well, listen, Don, keep up the good work, man. Uh, I don't know what you're doing right now, but you're awesome. You are an awesome dude, and uh, I want to thank you for everything that you've done for MMA. You're just a good guy, man. You're, you're just a man's man. You're, you're one of the best people I know. So uh, thanks, Don Fry. Take care. Okay, let's call, let's call Ally Quinta. All right, we're gonna call Al, we're gonna call Ally Quinta next. When, if he answers, can I just go boo you, Al? Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yell boo. <laughs> boo me. I hope he catches that horse. This <laughs> <laughs> is gonna be the best podcast ever. I should just do something. Hello. Hey, Ally Quinta, what's up? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. How Yo. are you, man? I'm doing good, man. What's going on? Okay, you are, we are live. Uh, we just talked to a guy that, uh, uh, that beat you in high school, Andre Harrison. Uh, oh, and, shit. Yeah, yeah. He says he beats you by two points. Is that true? He beat me by, like, yeah, he beat me in overtime one time. Yeah. He beat me. Yeah, we had some good matches. Gotcha. Well, and like, and how would you do against him in mixed martial arts? How would I do against him? Yeah, you fuck him up, right? You gotta, you gotta ask him. We had, we had some good training sessions. Oh, nice. MMA. I like it. I like it. I like it. Well, I'm just calling to say hello. Uh, see what's going on. <laughs> how's life? I'm watching Aljo. I'm watching Aljo spar right now. I just got his last sparring session. Oh, nice. How's he looking against? Uh, when's he fighting Caraway? The thirtieth, right? Twenty ninth. Yeah, he's fighting the twenty ninth. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think? Oh, what? Yeah, man. So I'm just watching him. Him and Thug Nasty getting it on right now. Nice. How's your leg? Getting there. So when are we gonna see you back in the cage? Um, uh, I don't know, man. I'm just not. Wor- I'm not really worried about it right now. I'm just doing physical therapy, and when it's good, it's, it'll be good, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, I freaking miss watching you, man. You're one of my favorite fighters. So uh, uh, I appreciate it, man. I miss fighting. I'll be back soon. You're good. We're going crazy right now. I'm out of my mind. Freaking not being able to spar and stuff, but it's all good. Well, hang in there, brother. Hang in there, man. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Who do you like winning? Uh, you like uh, uh, Dominic Cruz or your or Uriah Faber? I got Faber, man. Really? Yeah, I got Faber. He's, I think he's. I think he's due for. He's. He's. Uh, he's gonna get it done this time. So Faber wins how? Uh... He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to submit him. I think knockout submission. I think a decision goes to the Cruz's. You know, in Cruz's favor. But I think if someone's gonna finish the fight, it'll be Uriah. Gotcha. And I think he's gonna go for it. I think he's going for it. Cool. Well, listen, man. Get back to uh, to watching Alge. Thanks for being on the podcast, brother. 
You got it. Thanks for having me, Bob. Take care. This feels like one of those Friday nights when you don't have anything going on and you just start going through your phone. I'm going to do it. I'm calling I'm going to call them porn stars next. We're just calling random people. Fuck it, right? This is the greatest podcast the of all time. you have dialed oh, come is on. not in service. You got to be kidding me. Somebody's number got disconnected. All right. Uh, Tony Ferguson. Great. <laughs> so we have, that's it. We had fucking one guest, Andre Harrison. What? We had Al Iaquinta, uh, which is cool. We had Don Fry on an awesome we voicemail. We had Don Fry's voicemail. So far, so good. Division Ribeiro's wife. Yeah, we had Division Ribeiro's wife. Oh, no, I bet he's just been someone at the gym. I don't know if that was, that, that was his wife. Any relation She's to answering Al- his phone. Any relation to Alfonso Ribeiro? No, but I heard he's hosting a new show, right? Alfonso Ribeiro? Is it a dance competition? So. No, he's hosting a new, it's hosting something. Anyway. Uh, when are we going to see you on Lip Sync Battle? Uh, dude, I hopefully, uh, hopefully the season two gets picked up for Living With Funny. Still waiting on that. Uh, make sure you tune in this Tuesday, guys, to Living with Funny, because uh, uh, it's really good. Jessica, Jessica Penny's on, and then Juliana Pena's on, and shout out to Gina Danger who won her fight last night in Alaska. And TKO new. one round. She's now the Alaska fighting champion. So there's no podcast Monday. What are they, did they say? They're, they're no not mo- here Monday. They said they're not open Monday for Memorial Day. That's that, what Sean that, that's said. not this Monday though. It's the, it's the following Monday. Memorial is not this Monday. Oh, no, the following Monday. Okay, no, yeah, no. you're scaring me, dude. What's going on? Man. So, uh, this weekend, uh, what do I got this weekend? I have a show tonight at the HaHa. Ha. Excited about that. Yeah, can you get me in? Uh, tonight, yes, it's me. Supposedly uh, you can call. I saw on Twitter you could call. I got your back. What's the name's on it? Uh, Adam Ray is in the new Ghostbusters. Have you seen the new Ghostbusters trailer? Yes. It is beyond terrible. They made a second one. The trailer is still bad. The comments are hilarious, though. People Isn't are it like, the most disliked? The first one was. They made another one, and everyone just writes, nope, nope, L, L, <laughs> L, nope. Uh, people, people are so brutal on the, on the internet. So brutal. But sometimes they're funny. Sometimes people are, I can be funny. But uh, I posted this cute picture of, you ever see that, that on Facebook, the cat at the dog show? You see that? Yeah. That was pretty cute. This cat runs up to 50 dogs at a dog show. Oh, yeah. I love watching cat videos, man. I'm, I'm becoming a... I'm, I'm becoming that fucking guy, dude. Ever since you, st- you cut the porn off, then you, you gotta go somewhere. Yeah, that's a little weird uh, to analogy, but I have not watched porn. Honestly, no more dancing bear. Nope. No more, uh, no more <laughs> babysitter porn. That's what I'm saying bear. is now you gotta fill that time with something and you're yeah, watching yeah. cat videos. Did you watch porn still or no? Uh, occasionally, yes. Oh, nice. You, I don't, I, we, I, I, we talked about this before. I don't even say I watch it. I, I use it. You watch it with your wife? Uh, I have not. We've mm. been to strip clubs and stuff before. Really? Yeah. Your wife? Yeah. Just you and her? We ha- uh, yeah, or with friends. Oh, nice. Do you guys, does she pay for your lap dance? Uh, you know, she might have a few times. It's always <laughs> the, the straightest guys are the freakiest. That's that's crazy. <laughs> my girl, my girl. I don't know. I wouldn't want to get a lap dance from my girlfriend. She'd be she'd be she'd be cool with it, but then I'd feel bad about it. Feel bad. I feel. Feel, I feel like she. I would not want her getting lap dance from a dude. I'd be like, fuck. I wouldn't get jealous. I was just. I yeah. probably get jealous of the guy's body. I, I wouldn't get jealous of her reaction. I would get jealous of his six pack. Yeah, but yeah. after you got jealous, you could double leg him and you won the night. Of course. So. Well, I can't double leg shit because I don't have to get surgery in August. All, All, right. Right. All right. Here's a bet, everyone on on uh, Twitter that listens to our show. What is the send tag me CV the grenade and Adam. What day you think in the next fifteen years <laughs> that Adam will get 
his ACL surgery. I am. I'm Hashtag Adams ACL. I'm getting it in August. I'm getting my ACL surgery. I can't wait for it. What if it. they rebook Living with Funny and you got to film again? Then I'm getting it in November. Uh, <laughs> I'm just looking forward to uh, taking those pain meds. Fucking, it's so they they, they gave Will me. That the make you happier in here? What pain meds for the podcast? I don't know. I'm probably not going to show up if I'm, if I'm on like oxy's or whatever the hell they give you. Well, number one, I think it, isn't it going to be at your house by that point? Yeah. And number two, I said earlier, you're going to be late to your own apartment for the podcast. I'm still debating on getting this like new cat, by the way. I'm getting the a, little one. Yeah, the little one. I'm getting a new cat. This girl I know, Jen Sturger, who's infamous for a lot of reasons. Google her. Uh, but she is. Um, she has. She has twelve cats, and she's giving them away. Somebody. Somebody. So I don't know. I. Uh, I think I'm going to. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to take one. Now I have three cats and a dog. My girlfriend's got a cat. So if we live together, we're going to have four cats and a dog. Yeah, if you get any more pets, man, you might be able to write off the expense of your apartment as an animal rescue. <laughs> you have two dogs. Uh, no, just one. You have just one? Yeah, just, just one little Maltese. Yeah. One of those little white fluff ball things, man. I didn't even want. I got suckered into it. And you, and you have two dogs? Yeah. They don't oh, live dude. with me, though. I got... I went over to his house to watch the fights and yeah. as soon as I walk in the door he's got these two poodles which are I, they're bigger than I thought than I right. thought like they're, they're huge animals man yeah. poodles they come up running like a couple giraffes well, different sizes <laughs> yeah. yeah they're the they're, second biggest size and there, they're there is one bigger than them they're all over the place they're like jumping up and jumping on the couch and fighting each other and <laughs> nice <laughs> some of the fights last night that night weren't even as good as uh, the puppy fights hmm I can't wait for 199 now I'm excited to go I'm, I'm actually really... Pu- are, 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 are you going? To the fights? Yeah. Uh, no, I wish I was. Why? Are you, are you in town? Uh, what's the what's the date on I'm in town. You, you already have tickets. I'm selling my tickets. And then you would go with me for free? <laughs> That's so stupid. It's just free. Keep, just keep your tickets. No. How much you pay for them? What, so what, Europe's, tickets, Europe's, what tickets are you going to getting? This The 200 section? I'm going to get the whatever ones that they give me for free. Okay. So the two, let's call it the 200 section. I have floor seats. I spent okay. eight hundred on two tickets. I can't exactly justify the eight hundred right now, and I would. That's, what are you going to do with eight hundred dollars? There's a lot of other things I could do with eight hundred. You don't work. Uh, a new Connor tattoo. I do work. What, what are you going to get? I went to work yesterday. Really? Yeah. What's the job? I work for a company called Postmates. What's that? It's uh, driving around LA delivering things for people, pick up and delivery. Look at you. Yeah. It's your first day working ever. No. I've had many, many jobs. What over made the years. you get a job? Uh, boredom and extra money. Nice. Look at you. Is maybe, this mean- maybe Hot Housewives invite me in. Oh, nah, there you go. <laughs> oh, no, and, and what are you delivering? Mostly food, but I, I worked for him uh, last year as well. And one time this, this kid who was younger than me, this guy who he sent me to the West Side Pavilion to pick him up uh, underwear and socks. I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> Thanks. I'm, well, I'm proud of you, man. I'm happy for you. But yeah, if you're gonna get free tickets to fucking 199, hell yeah, I want to go. Yeah. Oh well, I don't know if I'm. Oh, I'm probably gonna get four tickets. Count me in. Well, I'm go- definitely taking Bree. Well, I, I figured that. I'm much. taking my dad. And now there's <laughs> the one seat left. This guy, what's the, what's she can't go anyway. She's working. She but didn't you get have two tickets. You yeah. have two seats yeah, already. But I can get a refund or sell them. I don't know. Uh, you you wanted to get rid of your tickets because the because the headline. It's not. I want to bring you. I want. No, I want to get rid of the ticket. The headline change, and I can't. 
there's a lot of things. But I you've can been do to four hundred fights. Tyler, never, have you been, how many fights you been, Tyler? Uh, I've actually. Oh only, well, then take Tyler. But if there's nobody else, then count this guy in. I, I know. I, I I love you, and now you're making me feel guilty if I give don't feel t- no. T- I'm telling you, take this him. This dude never he's goes leaving. to anything. I know he's leaving. So and, take him. I'm not worried about it, dude. But then I'm gonna feel bad. I'll try to. Why get... would you feel bad? Because because but he's not gonna cut you off for treating me like shit. First of all, I'm somebody, just somebody on Twitter I'm said just I, I was bullying you. I, You're dude, bullying me. Somebody said I, I bully you on the podcast. Did what? you see? Did you see the Facebook comment on the picture of uh, you and Anne Maria yesterday? No. So I said, some, somebody said um, the show's very funny, and they listen to it all the time or whatever. And if some people are offended, they have something about the mindset or the right, 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 right. something of a banana. Yeah. And I said, don't talk shit about bananas. <laughs> And oh, and then you jumped on my thing. Anyway, yeah. So, so I said I don't. He said if, I, don't. if you ever consider me bullying you, I apologize. No, but he said. Um, you think I bully you? No, not a, so. Listen. Okay. So he said, "Here you are again, hijacking Adam's shit." I said, "I forgot to stop getting on his stuff. Don't tell him." I said, "P.S. I'd never fight him. He's like the older brother I never had." Oh, thanks, you man. Come on, man. You couldn't bully me. Okay. I understand comedy enough to not even get offended. Nice, friendly ball bust. Of course, yeah. Greg's one thing. Greg, I might have to hurt one day. <laughs> But Tyler, Rich, Adam. So yeah, Tyler's been to one fight in his life, right? Yeah. The, 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 then you well, need been, to go to 199. I would love to. I've been to a couple smaller promotions. The only UFC live event that I went to was at the Staples Center was Machida. Um, so that's the thing. Bader? So yeah. he's been to one fight. It was, so ba- was Machida was, Bader or was it uh, Machida Shogun? Uh, Machida Bader. Yeah, I, I, that was the one I went to. at the, at the With uh, Brandon Vera. Yeah, against Shogun. So yes, he's only the one fight. Why don't you keep the tickets, dude? I'm... I, I could ra- all because that. of Chris Weidman. No, it's because of fucking. It's eight hundred dollars, and I jumped the gun on spending that much money. Well, on who did you seats. think was going to be there other than Chris Weidman? That's not there. He thought Conor McGregor was going to. No, I thought Jacare was going to step in. <laughs> so Jacare was stepped in. You went. Yeah. Really? The main event's Bisping and Ronkold. I've seen this television episode. <laughs> I know the ending, just like Bubba said last week. Run the credits. I know what happens. Uh, I don't know. I think we'll see go. what happens. We'll see what happens. I think but- he should go. So I don't feel bad. <laughs> you don't have to feel bad. I know, but you I'm already gonna... know I'm trying to get rid of mine, not because I want to go with you, because I was trying to get rid of them. It's like it's not gonna hurt my feelings. I don't even know if I'm gonna get four. I'm fight. gonna ask for four tickets. I'm gonna take my dad, take Bree, and I was gonna tell Tyler because he's he's leaving. That, and yeah. and I wholeheartedly agree with that. All right, cool. Don't feel bad about anything with me, dude. I'm fucking impenetrable. <laughs> Which, by the way, I found out <laughs> hilarious fucking news. What's the other that? day. It's random, but I feel like sharing because it's fucking funny. So I've told the story on here about how my girlfriend tried to, my ex-girlfriend tried to murder me, my parents, and my dog, right? The day we broke up and she went to jail. No. One of the first episodes. <laughs> yeah. No, Kevin. Wait, oh, it was, the, it was the Kevin Lee episode. Yes. Okay. So uh, I found out she's pregnant and nobody knows who the dad is. Really? And it's not mine. Is it Rampage? That's why this seems mean to you? Uh, no. If it's Rampages, she uh, might be set, but. I think it's fucking hilarious. I why? Out she's pregnant. And why? Why is that hilarious? She fucking. I feel sorry for the kid, but she always wanted a fucking kid, and I guess she had it with some like random fucking unnecessary person. Hmm. She could have had life set with a kid with me, but she had to wait a few more years, and then she. Nah, well, you're better off. Shady. No shit. So's the kid. By the way, I found Bree, out my sister's by the way, running around been, town. Like, tort- she does this thing now where she asks me a question, and if I don't give her the answer, she knows how to get me. Like. She's like, what do you want for your birthday? And I'm like, don't get me anything, please. Gobble, gobble. I'm like, I don't want anything. I, yeah, I go, I just want to hang out with you. That's not like my present, right? So then she's like, give me a blowjob, right? You know, get, I'm lined up. I'm, I'm all hard. She starts sucking it. Like, it's amazing. And then she stops. 
grabs my dick and goes, so what do you want for your birthday? I'm like, fucking Guns N' Roses tickets, uh, Dodger Stadium. Uh, of course I'm going to answer. Like, uh, any question she wants to know about, like, don't you think maybe that's be a good way to get, like, interrogate people like, like Al-Qaeda or, like, Taliban or, you know, uh, ISIS? Like, you get them. That seems like a, f- a highly effective strategy. You get porn stars to start blowing them, grab their dick, and say you're not getting on a blowjob unless you tell us, like, the secrets, you know? That would probably work. You think that would work? She gets the answers out of you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Within three seconds. Any questions you want to know, I would have told her at that point. I think another torture method for that could be uh, make terrorists listen to Gilbert Gottfried's voice for like 36 hours. <laughs> I love Gilbert Gottfried. He's one of my favorite He's comments. hilarious, but his voice, yeah, it's a little rough. What do you have against Gilbert Gottfried's voice? <laughs> so funny. <laughs> By the way, so, uh, yeah, so I have a new podcast, Adam Hunter's World, uh, Hunter's World, and I am... Um, I did it like two years ago. I stopped doing it. We went to Fox Sports. It was just too much. But I continued it from my podcast, from my apartment. Part of it because I wanted to see if, like, how, how it would work. And, uh, and, and it's worked. So and you need an intern. So we're going to do, we have a new, <laughs> so we're taking that over. That is going to come out once a week. We're still going to do MMA Roasted twice a week. Uh, we're going to have Greg on on the weekends uh, because he could do the weekends. Uh, we're going to try to do live like kind of how Rogan has a fight companion. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to do that. I just need to buy a flat screen and put it in that in that room. We're going to do it during the bare knuckle boxing event. What size flat screen? Uh, I don't know. Something. Well, you have a flat screen? My girl has an extra 32 that you could borrow for a couple months okay. until it's needed up in Manit. All right. So we could put that up there and then we could... Uh, we could do like the live streaming of we the thing. We should things. do the BKB. Yeah, we could do the BKB. I'm so excited for that. We probably could do. Could probably could have done Venator if it was there already. So we'll do. We'll we'll live stream it and we'll periscope it because now you could live stream stuff on Facebook and YouTube. Yeah, but you can't as, periscope the actual event. Oh uh, no! You could just same thing with us. You could just yeah. watch us watching it. I think it'll be funny, and Greg will be on. So I just got to figure out the Skypes. This is the only thing I have to figure I out is how to that information. how to Skype people and call people and do press conferences as well. Since since they go so well, uh, as you can see today. Uh, but listen, that was our podcast today. Hopefully you enjoyed it. I thought it was entertaining somewhat. Uh, Don Fry got a good message. Uh, talk to Ally Akita. Phil Baroni sent us to voicemail before the first ring. Try Phil Baroni. But yeah, I think that's our new method now. People don't pick up. It's going to call random people and have them on the podcast. Thank you, Sideshow, for... Giving what you could. Uh, thank you, our, our new sound guy, Brian. So listen, uh, that was our podcast. You uh, Make sure Tuesday night on Oxygen, watch Living With Funny. Uh, also in July, I will be uh, a fight week at the Stratosphere. Hit me up for free tickets. I know you guys have been hitting me up. I'm going to hit everyone up back, hit everyone back, put you on the list. Uh, as well as in Fresno in July and Hollister. In June, I will be in Rochester, New York at the Comedy Club in Rochester, as well as in Calgary at the Comedy Cave in Calgary. Uh, And Dime Bar every Tuesday. And starting next Thursday, the Lucky Puppy Animal Rescue. It's called Yappy Hour. Uh, Rough Crowd is back. The Yappy Hour is back. I want to thank CB Gold. Thank Dre the Bull. I do not want to thank the guy, uh, Division. Ribeiro and R- his R- wife. Ribeiro, uh, do not thank him. Uh, Tyler Bowe, anything coming up? 
yeah, tonight at the Ice House, uh, Saturday night up in, uh, I think it's Sudworks Brewing Company, but coming out uh, like uh, further in the calendar, I got uh, Tucson, Arizona. I'm going to be at Laughs July 15, 16, and uh, I'm doing Tacoma Comedy Club July 28, 29, 30, 31. Come see me if you're around. Nice. Also, uh, uh, San Diego. Next Wednesday, I will be at the Madhouse Comedy Club in San Diego. I'll also be there on June 12th on a Sunday. So come see me in San Diego. Thank you to everybody. Next week, we have Natasha Wicks. We have another press conference between Pat Healy and Jay-Z Cavacante, who are fighting on that card as well. Nice. uh, At that Titan card. So we're going to talk to them. And uh, and thank you guys. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast and being supportive. And tip a fighter. Tip your fighters, okay? Fighters, you're fighting anyway. Might as well make more money. I saw some of the Bellator car, uh, fights. Some of you guys got a thousand dollars. These Bellator guys last yeah. week. Prime, prime time. Fifteen hundred dollars yeah. they were getting. Thousand bucks. Some of the Invicta girls. I was gonna say the Invicta payouts were abysmal. Fifteen hundred. Some of them. Okay. Yeah. Join Tip a Fighter. Make some extra cash. Uh, and thank you to Brian, the TV star in the '90s, uh, as well as Milk Money. Uh, as well as the unfunny, what's it? What is it? Never, funny. never funny. At never funny. Hit him up, okay? Chicks. I know we have tons of chicks. They want to show their clams, okay? So sh- send him clam shots. Do you, do you have a girlfriend? Not really. Not really. Okay. Well, listen. Brian needs He's a girl. He's the man of the tale. Hashtag. I want to fuck Brian on this podcast. <laughs> so thank you guys so much. Take care.